Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. So what is it really like to be a millionaire? I got asked this question recently by someone asking, Stefan, can you share a little bit about your experience of what it's really like to be a millionaire or a multimillionaire and how has it really changed your life for the better and for the worse? You know, what are some of the biggest advantages and disadvantages? What are the pros and the cons? And just share a little bit about how it's affected your life. And I thought this would be a great topic to do a video on because I know many of you out there have the goal, the aspiration of one day becoming a millionaire and making a lot of money and creating a certain lifestyle. And whether that's through your business, your career, through investments, I know it was a goal that I had for myself since I was 17 years old. Uh, a lot of people in society today, they have the goal, uh, you know, being a millionaire is something that society looks up to and people strive towards. Um, so I'm happy to share with you guys in my transparent fashion in this video and my experience. Uh, for those of you that are on this path, that are looking for inspiration, confirmation maybe, whether or not it's really worth it. You know, is it really worth the blood, sweat, and tears, the sacrifice, the time, the energy, the, the money, the investment that you have to make to be able to pursue that? Is it worth pursuing at a young age of life or maybe at a later age of life? Um, is it really going to be what you expect is it really going to change your life the way you think it will? Uh, well, I can share with you guys my perspective on that and how it's affected my life, and hopefully this can translate to you guys, help you guys out as well. Now, before we dive into it, the first thing I want to say is that uh, money is not everything, you know, and I get that, and hopefully you guys do as well. But I see a lot of people get consumed with creating a lot of money, you know, making money. It's almost like um, it can be an unhealthy addiction that a lot of people get. Because their whole sense of significance is tied up in money and making more of it. You know, they can be very materialistic. And, you know, maybe it's kind of like a, a Floyd Mayweather or Dan uh, Bil- Bilzerian and those kind of people where oftentimes it can actually be a bit of an insecurity that they're overcompensating for. Um, or it could be ego gratification. And I think a lot of people, what happens is they can lose sight of what's really important in their life that's really gonna lead to happiness, joy, and fulfillment. And many of you guys know what I value, what I preach and talk about, which is life mastery, right? This is project life mastery. And I believe what really is most important, more than money ever will be, is relationships. Having that love, the intimacy, that passion in your life. The highest of high that you get from that, no accomplishment, no amount of money can replace that. Making sure you've got your health. Your health is your wealth. 
You know, without it, what good is all the money if you don't have your health? Um, and I think most importantly of all, your emotions. That the quality of your life is the emotional experiences that you consistently feel. You can have all the money in the world, but still be depressed, still be unhappy, still be miserable. Uh, there's people out there that don't have money, and they're ha- they're grateful, they're happy, they're passionate about life. And I know people out there that make a lot of money. They're millionaires. I even know billionaires that you know a billionaire that I know is obese, doesn't have great relationships, alone. People look up to him. They're envious of him. And I don't. I have no idea why. You know, he might have all this money, but for me, that's failure. You know, what good is all that if you know? I'd much rather look up to the person and idolize the person that's really happy, the person that has their health and the, the fitness and relationship. That's what I really look up look up to. And so, making sure your values are strong, the foundation, not getting too caught up in in that and. In the path of making money and creating a business or creating freedom for yourself, you do have to sacrifice without a doubt. The sooner that you can understand that, the better. But sacrifices need to be temporary, not permanent. You might have to sacrifice your weekends going out some time having fun. I get that. That's what I had to go through. But make sure that once you make the money that you bring back that balance. And I think most, uh, most of all, you value freedom more than money because I know people out there that have a lot of money. They're millionaires, but they don't have freedom. You know, it might be a lawyer, all this money, but they're stressed every day. You know, they're a slave to all their clients and they don't have the ability just to go out and travel and live somewhere remotely for the next three months or whatever it is. So that's something that I personally always valued first and foremost before making money being a millionaire. Now, a little bit about my background. I became a millionaire when I was 27, 28 years old, a million dollars net worth. Okay. Um, since then, I'm now 31 at the time of this video, become a multimillionaire, my net worth. Okay. Uh, my business right now generates uh, this year, we're going to do over $2 million this year, and I profit over a million dollars a year. So I think, um, so first, before I get into the millionaire, Okay, here's what I'll say. So when I became a millionaire when I was 27, 28 years old, and I achieved that label, it didn't really mean that much to me. It actually didn't really mean as much to me as what I expected or thought because really my lifestyle, once you're making six figures, I believe, that's when your lifestyle really changes and especially when you have a business or or something that can provide freedom for you. So uh, for me, I'd say making six figures a year was more of a game changer in my life because it meant that I no longer had to have a nine to five job. Um, I was able to travel and be anywhere that I want and I was be able to be in a position where I could buy and afford things, not have to worry about money. Okay. Uh, So making six figures was more of a a transformation for me. Uh, Becoming a millionaire though, it didn't really change or affect things that much. Um, because most of you know the money, that million dollars, is in assets. It's in things I've invested that I'm not ever going to touch, uh, or at least not in any short-term circumstance. You know, it's stocks, real estate, investments that I have, money in the bank. That is investments for my future. You know, and so they're not. It's not money that I'm taking to to splurge and live this great lifestyle or anything like that. Um, so I think the biggest thing that I got from being a millionaire, a million dollar net worth was it just kind of gave me a sense of pride. You know, it just made me like, it was just a kind of a cool feeling, like, cool, I'm a millionaire. I can call myself that. It's like an identity shift. 
of what I believe about myself or what other, how other people might perceive me. So um, that was a cool thing. But I think one thing that's worth understanding as well is that just because someone has a million dollar net worth, it doesn't necessarily translate to their lifestyle. Meaning there's a lot of people out there that are millionaires, but you would never know it. You know, they live a very modest lifestyle. There's a great book called The Millionaire Next Door. And uh, this book, highly recommend it, but basically explains it's 100% true. Most millionaires, you would never know it. They're just like the person next door that's got, you know, a decent car, a nice house, like a decent house, nothing out of the ordinary, but, you know, they're a million dollars on paper, but they maybe paid off their house or they own their car and they have investments and money saved. And so they have a sense of security for that. Um, and oftentimes people that are millionaires, they're really smart with their money. They don't just go out and flash it and you know, spend it on things. You know, um, you know, they, they know what it took to get there and what it takes to become a millionaire uh, requires good money management habits and budgeting, etc. to be able to get to that point. Not everyone. I know there's professional athletes, celebrities that have excess amounts of wealth and, you know, to an extreme, right? Um, but for the most part, the average millionaire, you wouldn't really know it, and they're smart with their money, and um, it, they, they, you know, they, they, the money that they have, they're thinking long-term with. And so for me, that's always been my mentality. Um, you know, even for me, my lifestyle hasn't really progressed or changed that months that much since I was 27, 28 years old. You know, there was a, a point when I was 27, 28. Many of you guys that follow me, I, I upgraded my lifestyle. I had already made smart moves before then, but at a certain point, I decided to move into a penthouse. I decided to buy a Corvette. Um, I decided to, to spend more of that money that I had accumulated, and that was, I think, even before I had become a millionaire, right? Since then, I've, you know, there's not really much more that I really want to spend money on uh, in terms of materialistic sense. There's other things I like to invest money in. Uh, But for me right now, it's been more so focusing on the money that I make, saving it, investing it in my future. I want to make sure that I can take care of myself for the rest of my life, that my investments provide a passive income uh, for me, that I can take care of my kids one day and and they'll be set for life. They can go to private schools. I can create a certain lifestyle long term of having a home in Vancouver, a home in California, uh, you know, maybe more cars or being able to contribute to, to charities and organizations and actually really be able to make a difference, not just give a couple thousand bucks here and there, but really, you know, really make a huge dent in the world uh, with wealth that I've been able to create. Um, so long term, my grandchildren, you know, that's kind of my, my, my mindset with the money that I make. And of course, as I kind of hit certain milestones, I will you know, enjoys part of that as well along the way, um, you know, by, uh, you know, using that money to in- increase my lifestyle. But for the most part, I'm always thinking long term, right? And I think that's a mentality that you've got to have. So when I became a millionaire, it was not really what I expected. Um, I think also there's kind of a bit of a sense of a disappointment in a way because I, you know, you, you I know for myself, I kind of deluded myself. I kind of, you know, believed that making, being a millionaire was going to like change my life and I'd be happy and my life would be perfect, right? 
and that wasn't the case. <laughs> you know, it wasn't really much that different than making uh, you know a good six-figure income a year in terms of the lifestyle. And really, what it does now is it provides more security, more money that I make. Just means more investments. You know, more money in the bank. It's not going to translate to my lifestyle. I'm not going to see that money. It's more in the future. Okay. Um, so I think first of all, understanding that it's not going to make you happy. The things that really make me happy that I've realized more than ever have been the rituals that I have in my life. Like I, once I you know, made a lot of money, I realized even more so how important my morning ritual was because you have to take the time every day for gratitude, for yourself, to connect with yourself, to connect with your creator, to be happy, to really enjoy and appreciate your life. And I went through the phase that most people do that make a lot of money is you, you, know, you splurge and you might buy some materialistic things. But I, what I soon realized was that that did not translate to happiness whatsoever. All it did was it gave temporary pleasure, right? A temporary rush of, of, of hormones and, and you know, endorphins and whatnot. So you kind of get this rush, this high from that. You know, moving into a penthouse, I got a high. I bought a Corvette, it got a high from that. Just like when you travel, you buy new clothes or whatever it is, you get a high from that, but it doesn't last. It might only last a few months initially, then it might go down to a few weeks, and then a few days, maybe even a few hours. And so, uh, you know, oftentimes people think that, you know, again, making money, being a millionaire is going to make you happy. And it, it's, it's not true. And there is some truth, but there's actually a lot of untruth to it. Okay. So just having a million dollars will not make you happy. Having a lot of money will, will not. Um, there's been studies that have done that, you know, once you make up to, I think, $70,000 a year, your happiness doesn't increase that much after that. Okay. Um, And I think that's true, but I do believe what you do with money can definitely affect your happiness and your quality of life. So let me explain. Um, Materialistic things will not make you happy, okay? So that's something that if you spend money on, you'll just get a temporary high from that. However, what I really believe that using money for can really make you happy is one is experiences, okay? So for example, having money can allow you to travel more. It can allow you to do things you wouldn't normally be able to do cool vacations and really experience the world. And for, and for me, that was a big motivator for me because, um, you know, we live on this planet. We only have a certain amount of time on this planet. And I don't know about you, but I want the max experience of life. I couldn't imagine living this whole life and not being able to see this world, this beautiful planet, all the incredible things that this planet can provide and what life has available for us. And so I think experiences without a doubt, I've noticed it really amplifies Um, my quality of life and my happiness and my joy. I think another thing is investment in yourself. You know, I found uh, growth to be something that you always got to be growing in your life. If you're not growing, you're dying. And progress equals happiness. So the more that you're progressing in your life, the happier you're going to be. And also you can invest when you have money. You can can go to the best seminars. You can get coaches. You can get trainers, personal trainers. You can get, uh, you know... um, you know, go to spiritual retreats and really grow yourself in so many different ways that will directly translate to, to, to your happiness, your well-being, improving your quality of life. I mean, even if you have addictions in your life or severe challenges, you can hire the best out of the best. You know, even with your health, you know, with your health, you can use money to prolong your health. You can get the best supplements, the best organic quality food. You can get a personal chef. I get my meals delivered to me every week, organic, healthy meals and juices and things that cost a lot of money. 
uh, a lot of the supplements, I spent a lot of money on that, the technologies that I utilize. And, you know, even for my bed here that I'm sitting on, I've got, you know, uh, the Earth Pulse PEMF magnets underneath my bed. I've got the Chili Pad. I've got, you know, a lot of things that, that, that help me improve my sleep quality, the best water ionizers out there. So it's going to improve your quality of life with your health. The healthier you are, the more energy that you get, you're going to have, and the more happy you're going to be too, right? So um, definitely helps that. Um, also, I think one of the biggest things that money provides is it allows you to have more time. It allows you, if you use it correctly, you can actually leverage and actually create more free time and also be able to do more what you really love, what your real passions are, what your real strengths are. So a big thing that really affected me when making a lot of money was um, I could then use that money to get someone to clean my apartment, right? I don't have to clean my apartment. I, it takes a couple hours a week. That's valuable time for me, and I, I think life's too short to clean your own place. You know, I'd much rather spend that time on things that are more meaningful for me. So that allows me to have someone come and clean my apartment for me. Uh, I get to have someone that can come and, again, prepare all my meals. So cooking and preparing meals can take several hours a week. Um, I've eliminated that. All my meals are prepared for me. It's, I don't have to think about it. So my so the, the time that I've right there that I've saved is massive. I don't have to you know, clean or detail my car. I can hire people for that. I can hire a personal assistant. You know, I've got a personal assistant, Darina, that does a lot of awesome stuff for me, you know, sets up appointments for me, researches things for me. Like so many hours throughout the week that I would normally spend that I don't have to do anymore because I bought back that time. So there's so many things like that. Also just allows you to fast track other areas of your life, like other areas of your life too. So obviously having a personal trainer, you know, I've got one I work out three days a week. I get, you know, better shape than I would be able to if I didn't have a personal trainer like that. Um, but also because you can invest that money in training coaches, right? Uh, so, you know, if you, if you, like if you were to hire someone that spent 10 years mastering something and you hire them, you learn from them, you're saving yourself 10 years of having to learn and research and, and you know, to, to understand, to, to get that knowledge. You're, you're basically paying for that knowledge and information, and that's saving you time too. It's also saving you a lot of stress and energy. So things like that, I've seen a huge difference in how money can affect your life. And I think one of the biggest things too is it allows you to contribute more and give. You know, if you use your money to give, contribute to things that can make a difference in the world, that translates to happiness and making you feel really good and uh, a sense of fulfillment too. So in the sense of just having, you know, all this money and being deluded, thinking it's going to make you happy and everything, that's not the case, guys. It's understanding that what you do with the money can. And with that being said, I believe that, you know, creating the wealth and becoming a millionaire is a worthwhile goal to pursue. The benefits of it far away the cons. And oftentimes, the cons and the disadvantages of it that you're going to have to go through, it's the sacrifice, it's the work, that's initially, right? And initially, just like with anything, whether it's learning a new skill, learning how to dance, learning how to do whatever, at first, you're going to suck. At first, it's going to be hard. At first, you're not going to see the payoff. And uh, you know, you're going to have to make those sacrifices. But once you get past that, guys, on the other side, you can never go back. You know, I know for myself, now that I've become a millionaire and I've created this lifestyle and this amount of money, I can never go back to where I was before. You know, and if, if it did occur and I, something happened, I was back there, I would try to get back to where I am today 
like as fast as I possibly could. You know, I'd probably sacrifice everything in my life to get, you know, to get to this point. Because also what I've learned is that once you once you make a lot of money and you create um, this, you don't have to worry about money anymore. It really puts you in a position of abundance because a lot of people, you know, with poverty, they uh, can be in a scarcity mentality and they always worry about money and that can cause a lot of stress. I know in my family when I was growing up, my parents did not have a lot of money. We went through a bankruptcy when I was young and, um, you know, melted down and we, my dad built our house, um, you know, his my dad's a construction kind of guy, and he, he built this beautiful house that we had, and it was a really sad day because we had to sell that house, and uh, we didn't get what we wanted for it, and it was like a such a bond to that house because we had to you know put so much to build it, and we had to move from that to like a little a little place, you know, like a, a basement suite sort of thing, and so going through that, and I saw the stresses of that, and I also grew up with the pain of not of being with a family that didn't have money. Not being, you know, I remember I wanted to play soccer when I was a kid. My parents couldn't afford things. I, or soccer wasn't a problem, but I remember hockey was. I really wanted to play hockey. But hockey was a very expensive sport. So I felt like I was missing out as a kid. Um, and knowing that, I just knew, like, I needed to create wealth so that my kids didn't have to ever go through that. And that, you know, my wife one day wouldn't have to work or could, you know, be take care of the kids or... Uh, for her not to have that stress to do what she wants. So I believe, you know, without a doubt, whatever sacrifice that you have to go through, it's definitely worth paying that price to become a millionaire. Um, I believe the earlier the better. Uh, a great book I love is called The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. And if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it because uh, it really gets you in the mindset of you want to create wealth at a young age as early as possible. And you can do it within a matter of years. I think the average time frame of what it takes to be a millionaire is about 12 years as we're in the stats for it. But with the internet, it's becoming faster than ever. You know, there's, I know many people that are in their 20s that are multimillionaires and it's crazy. You know, it's like the internet's just fast tracking everything. Uh, so that, that was a great book that you can read. But I think a lot of people, you know, they take the path of investing and having their money compound. And then by the time they're like 60 years old, then they have a million dollars, but that at that point, I don't think you can really enjoy it as much. I don't know about you. I, don't, I want to enjoy it early in my life. I want to be able to travel and have freedom and do what I really love at an earlier stage of life. And so, I think it's worth uh, from that perspective, without a doubt. Um, okay, what are some of the the cons and disadvantages, and, and what I, I kind of faced along the journey? I think one is that um, people perceive you differently. People will treat you uh, differently as well. Uh, so, for example, you know, many of you guys know the apartment. If you go back to 2012, where I uh, used to live and did my videos from, and uh, you know that apartment, I remember I used to kind of have friends over and have little parties uh, here and there uh, to invite people over and whatnot. And I remember when I moved from that apartment to a penthouse on the 48th floor at the Sheraton Wall Center in Vancouver. Um, I moved to that and it had this like amazing view and is like a huge upgrade for me. And then I also bought my 2014 Corvette Stingray, the new model that just came out. All of a sudden, the reactions I got was really interesting because all of a sudden, what happened was I, you know, I had a, a you know a party and all these people came up to it that it would never before come to my parties before that, right? Or people all of a sudden want to be your friend, right? And they want to take you for dinner or coffee and you know, um, be around you more. And you kind of wonder, like, you know, where were you before? You know, where were you 
early on in my journey and you know you didn't you know even for example i remember when i was single uh certain girls that i you know i liked and had gone on a date with but it didn't didn't work out with them and you know all of a sudden i created you know i'm living in a penthouse now and i have a certain lifestyle and it's more evident that i have money and i'm starting to use my money to upgrade my lifestyle that you know, all of a sudden, you know, that girl that I liked that didn't, you know, return my phone calls or was being a little bit flaky now wants to hang out, right? And wants to get together again. So you often get that reaction where people um, look up to you, respect you, want to be around you more. And uh, one thing that I personally faced with, you know, an early part of that was I felt a little bit hurt by that and some resentment too, because. I felt that that's really what people wanted from me. And sometimes you might, you know, there's there's certain people, um, you know, that have money or have a level of status or maybe, you know, uh, I know a lot of attractive women out there, you know, they have guys that pursue them and whatnot, but, you know, it's kind of, you kind of feel that that person's trying to take from you. They want something from you and it's maybe just for your looks or whatever it might be. And so for me, I kind of had a little bit of resentment from that. Um, where I felt that people were trying to, you know, they didn't, they didn't really care about me, but there was just more so what I represent, which was success. But then I also realized eventually is that I can't fault people for that. I can't judge them for that because I know that that's kind of how I was when I was younger too. You know, when I was at a certain point in my life, I looked up to people that were more successful than myself. I wanted to be like them and be around them and learn from them and you know, um, that was something that, you know, I looked up to and it's just kind of natural human, human behavior, you know, to look up to people in that way. And so I kind of, you know, come to terms with that and doesn't really bother me much anymore. Um, you know, obviously there, there might be certain people that can show up in your life that look to take advantage from you and you've got to be good at, at, you know, knowing people and, and reading people, what their intentions are. I've been very, very good at knowing what people value in their life and what needs, whether they're more driven by significance or love or contribution and whether or not they try to take advantage of you in different ways too. So becoming aware of that, that's something you're going to have to deal with as, as that time comes. Um, I think another disadvantage or con is that you know some people will just will, will not like you. Right? It's like once you elevate yourself and your status in this world, there will be a, a percentage of people that just do not like you, right? And whether, whether that's from jealousy, they don't even have to know you, but just what you represent. And I think a lot of people they have conflicts around someone that has money or has a nice car, right? That that's you know all, and they have beliefs that all rich people are assholes or jerks, right? And they project that, and um, so that's one thing you have to deal with. But that something you have to deal with. Just projecting yourself in the world, becoming something. You know, I'm often reminded of the quote that if you want to avoid criticism in life, then say nothing, do nothing, and be nothing. But if you want to become wealthy, if you want to become a millionaire, if you want to, you know, create a lifestyle for yourself, there will be people that see that they're not going to like it, and it's because your success is going to be a reflection of their failure. They're going to feel, you know, by you being more significant than them, it's going to make them feel more insignificant. And so what a lot of people try to do is they try to tear other people down so that they can feel better about themselves. So that is something you're going to have to deal with. Um, but I will say that these are kind of like initial things you deal with, but then it just kind of goes away. Like for me now, I don't process, focus on, or even really attract much of that that often. I just kind of become numb to these things. Um, so, so, you know, that's, that's something that I've experienced. Um, I think, you know, it gives you a sense of security 
you know, having, having money. Uh, and for me, knowing that in the future, I just never have to really worry about money again. Although funny enough too, I think it's also important to understand is that at times when you, when you create the, the money, sometimes you can actually worry more too. And I know a lot of people like that. Um, or you can still have scarcity. Like I know people that are millionaires, but they're really cheap. You know, they don't want to spend the money. They hoard on to it. They're afraid of losing it. And so, you know, just because you have money, you know, typically you have more abundance, but there are still some people that don't change their mindset and psychology that still have scarcity around money. And so that is something that I think you still have to shift, uh, that abundance mentality regardless. But you can, you can worry about money in the sense of losing it, not knowing how to invest it. Some people make money. They make the poor choices with, with it, poor investments, or they spend it all and blow it, right? And they lose all the money too. And I think the security that it can provide for you gives you that peace of mind where you sleep well at night. You know you, know you don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, and that area of your life is handled. So I think that's another big thing that I, I get from it um, as well. And I think another thing I'll share too, and this kind of sounds weird, but also when I became a millionaire, I quickly realized that it actually wasn't that impressive. Um, it wasn't that, you know, having a million dollars wasn't as much money as I expected. And the money that you have, it's really relative to a lot of factors. So for example, I learned that having a million bucks is not a lot of money in Vancouver. So I live in Vancouver, Canada, which is one of the most expensive cities in the world, one of the most expensive real estate markets. Um, You know, just cost of living here is a lot, right? And a million dollars can't even buy you a house in Vancouver. It can buy you in the suburbs or it can buy you an apartment in the suburbs, but a house you won't be able to buy for a million dollars in Vancouver. So when I looked at that, I was like, wow, you know, having a million, it's actually not that much relative to, to being able to afford a house in the city that I live in, you know, um, you know, so, so in that sense, it wasn't as, as much as what I expected. And I realized that, you know, more money was necessary in order to really create the lifestyle that I really want to create for my life and to be able to give and contribute in the ways that I really want to. Uh, so that was one thing that I experienced. And of course, like I said, it's all relative because, you know, even right now, if you're the poorest person, if you're on welfare in North America, you're still in the 1% of the world because, you know, two thirds of the planet lives off of $2 a day. So understand that even if you have internet access or watching this video right now, you're probably wealthier than most people on this planet. But again, it's all relative, right? Because you might live in an environment where, you know, uh, you can't afford certain things that other people can. And so you feel like you're poor. And in, in some ways, once you make more money too, and you get around people that have more money than you, you feel like, you know, it's not as much as, as what you really expect it to be. Right. So that was kind of an uh, interesting experience that I faced too. Um, but you know, I, I think I'm going to wrap up this video soon because I've been ranting on for long enough, but I think guys, you know, overall, um, the quality of life, the lifestyle, it's, it's amazing. You know, I mean, it's something that you got to make sure that you don't take it for granted because it sometimes can be easy to you. And sometimes you, you get the law of familiarity where you get around something a little bit too much. You start to take it for granted. You don't appreciate it. And so you always got to remind yourself how lucky and blessed you are. Uh, for me, that's about perspective. I remember what it was like to have the job, you know, nine to five job and going to a job that I hated. I had to do it for the money and, and having to worry about money. I remember times in my life I had a cavity, man, and I was at the dentist and I was driving home crying because I couldn't afford it. You know, I couldn't afford to get the cavity. 
I was wondering what I was going to do, right? I remember being in debt, struggling um, to, you know, pay that off and going and traveling and being in places where I'd go into a hotel and think, wow, it'd be so amazing to be able to stay here. But asking how much it costs and leaving there, walking away, thinking, this is not life, man. Like, life is not meant to be lived where you are restricted and are limited on what you can really experience. I want to experience life to the full. I remember times where challenges happening in the world, where a disaster strikes or a kid comes up to me in Cambodia asking for money and he's poor and I didn't have the money to give. So money for me has, has changed things in so many ways where I don't have to worry about things. And like I said, the way that I use and spend the money translates to more happiness and more joy. But at the same time, it's not the end all be all in the sense like my life's perfect. Okay. So hopefully I, I'm, I'm articulating for the first, this for the first time, but hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Hopefully I can help you guys understand more. And sometimes you got to experience it to really understand it. But I'll wrap things up with this, guys. Uh, I'm often reminded of a great quote that I heard from Jim Rohn. And Jim Rohn said that everyone on this planet should make it a goal in their lifetime to make a million dollars. And he said, not for, what, not for the money. The money is not important. But for who you become in the process. Because at the end of the day, it's not about what you get in life. It's about who you become. And to make a million dollars, you have to become someone of value. You have to become someone. You have to grow in so many ways. You have to develop incredible habits and disciplines that translate to other areas of your life. You have to be motivated. You have to be able to set goals. You have to have the right mindset, confidence, belief. You've got to be able to become valuable and create value, provide value in the world. And then by doing that, you get rewarded with making a million dollars, being worth a million dollars. And he's, you know, he said that everyone should make it th- that as a goal for who you become. And I'm a big believer in that. You know, I'm always trying to set bigger goals for myself, not necessarily for the money or for this accomplishment or that accomplishment. Even if I want to you know, buy a materialistic thing like a car or to, to be able to um, you know, do a, a fitness competition or to be able to raise a certain amount of money, what I get excited about, those are kind of things that, that – that motivate me, but I have to become more in that process. And that's one thing I think a lot about. And I think becoming a millionaire, that's what I'm most proud of, is who, I, who I've become, the person I've become, the knowledge I've accumulated, all the books that I've read and experiences that I've had, the failures that I've been through, the successes, uh, you know, being able to provide for people in my life and help my family and give to others in different ways and being more of a giver, more abundance in my life investing in myself and the habits I've established and the skills and the value that I've provided to other people, that's what I'm most proud of and excited for. The money that I've made is just a secondary benefit. You know, that's kind of like the reward that I get for who I've become and whatnot. And, um, you know, that's what I like to focus on and what I encourage you guys to focus on as well is become more. Set it a goal for yourself, but Look forward to the journey, the challenges that you have to overcome along the way because who you become is something that no one can take away from you. Money can always be lost or taken away, but who you become, that's something that stays with you forever. So hopefully this video um, can shed some light for you guys and open you guys up to it. But like I said, guys, it's a worthy goal to pursue. It's something that's worth it. You're going to have to pay the price. I get that. But make sure at the end of it, 
that you go back to balance, you go back to making sure that your relationships or happiness or emotions, that's really what's most important that I'd love to see each and every one of you. I want to see you abundant in wealth and create that. I understand that can affect all those areas of your life, but ultimately I want to see you live a life of mastery, the life of balance, because that's really what it's about. So love you guys. Thank you for watching. Uh, If you guys are looking for ways to be able to build an online business and and maybe start and take that path um, to be able to get your feet wet and and create something that can create financial abundance, then I've got a few programs available for you guys to check out and learn uh, from. But I've got a great free course that I made available. Share seven different ways that I've used to become an internet millionaire. Um, since I started Project Life Mastery. I started Project Life Mastery in 2012. Within three years, I had become a millionaire uh, from these seven different business models that I followed and what I did. And so just one of these business models for you can you know, definitely transfer, uh, tra- uh, transform your life in a lot of different ways. And maybe for you, and it's not me being a millionaire, but maybe it's just a great six-figure income or maybe it's quitting your job or maybe it's just an extra side passive income that can uh, alleviate some of the financial stress and burden in your life, um, I'd recommend that you check out the free course that I have because it will help you decide on which path you might want to take, You know, which business model is going to be right for you. And I've got different resources and, and, and courses and whatnot that can teach you that and teach you that path. So if you want to learn more about that and get access to it, then go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash free course. I'll have a link below in the description. Head on over there, put in your name and email, and I'll send it to you guys. Um, But always remember, guys, to always believe. That's one thing that I always had is I believed in myself. I believed. I knew that I'd become a millionaire one day. It was just a matter of time. If it wasn't for business, it would just be the investments that I made that would compound and equal a million dollars eventually. But that belief, guys, you have to believe that you can do it, and you can. I'm here to tell you that you can. Okay, many There's been... Millions of people have become millionaires. It's, it's something that anyone can do, you know, all over the world, different circumstances. So believe it, guys. Always believe and always remember to commit yourself to mastery. Don't dabble. You have to commit yourself to mastery. That's one thing that all millionaires have in common as well. So I want to leave you guys with that. Thank you for watching. I look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.